provided in this podcast is intended for general information and educational purposes only. Any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is at your own risk. If you have or suspect you may have a medical or mental health condition, please seek the advice of a qualified healthcare professional. The hosts and guests of this podcast do not assume any liability or responsibility for any actions taken based on the information provided. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to Renew You, the Evolution of Her podcast. I'm so excited for today's topic. Uh, Today, Monday, April 17th. Today, we're actually going to be beginning a new series, a three-part series on midlife reinvention, talking about strategies for achieving balance and fulfillment in midlife. So as women in midlife, we often face unique challenges and opportunities that require us to adapt and evolve, right? We're always adapting to different situations and events and, you know, uh, have to be pliable, malleable, right? Um, So in this series, we're actually going to be discussing uh, the important topics as it relates to the four pillars of wellness, right? Um, because remember, this is uh, the four foundations of um, wellness are nutrition, sleep, stress management, and movement, or what we call exercise, right? Um, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, specifically today, we're going to be talking about self-care, work-life balance, and, the, uh, and purpose and fulfillment uh, as it relates to that. So um, we're, we'll be exploring um, self-care, uh, it's a big buzzword in health and wellness right now. You hear a lot about it, self-love, self-care, but what does that really mean, right? What does that really mean um, beyond the spa day, beyond go getting your nails done, beyond, you know, spending time with the girls and having a couple of drinks, if that's what you're into? Um, we're going to be talking about that self-care in midlife, uh, reinventing, like reinventing and renewing you in I'll be sharing some strategies and tips for prioritizing um, your health and wellness. And we're going to be talking about how to make time for yourself, right? Um, hear it all the time to where I think it just becomes white noise after a while. But uh, this is huge, right? Because it's really affecting, you know, your career, uh, your work, right? Your relationships, uh, how you interact with your kids, um, your partner um, or whatever, right? Because uh, stress is a big thing. And so we'll be talking about that. Um, sleep, uh, managing your stress, moving your body, and uh, nourishing your body with healthy foods, right? You hear a lot about nutrition, right? Diet, nutrition, keto, paleo, all these different type of diets. But um, I want you to pay close attention because I'm going to be sharing some things with you about nutrition as it relates to um, your wellness, uh, because many of us are going through, uh, midlife changes, whether it's perimenopause, menopause, um, we're experiencing things like insomnia, you know, uh, hot flashes, can't, um, night sweats, you know, all these different types of things, you know, vaginal dryness, if that's, you know, I, I read a lot of stuff right here, hear a lot of things that you guys say. Um, and so, We're going to be talking about nutrition and how you could use food actually to help you with these things. So, and that's a part of your self-care. So today, again, we're just going to be 
discussing um, part one of the three-part series, um, The Evolution of Her Navigating Midlife with Balance and Wellness. So that's what uh, this series is all about. So with that being said, uh, let's jump right in. But one thing before we get started, I, I'm going to, uh, I want you to keep this in the front front part of your mind, right? What would you do differently if you could relieve or uh, relieve stress or relive the last five years of your life? Okay. I want you to think about that as we talk about this uh, topic on self-care. All right. So the role of self-care in midlife uh, as a pertains to reinventing or renewing yourself as a a health and wellness, right? It's crucial for um, us as women, especially high achievers who want to achieve balance and fulfillment in your life, Um, especially important during midlife, right? As we often experience uh, changes in health, hormones, relationships, careers, you know, uh, kids are growing up, going to college, um, you know, doing different things. And it requires us to adapt and adjust, right? Constantly adapting and adjusting. And that creates a certain amount of stress, right? Um, to where we uh, prioritize everybody else's things and what they have going on. But then your self-care and taking care of uh, what it needs or your wants and needs in order to help you to thrive and uh, be uh, to see what word am I looking for thrive (laughs) that's a good word right Uh, thrive during this time right instead of always feeling uh, down and out and drained and just fatigued um, which has a lot to do with hormone imbalances and different things like that and so I'm just going to be discussing some strategies, giving you some strategies and tips for prioritizing your health and wellness um, during this time. So the first one is obviously making time for yourself, right? Carving out time during the day to do something that nourishes your mind and your body. What do you do? Do you journal? Do you take time to step away from your desk? Do you take a walk? Do you, um, and I'm talking about something besides like social media, right? Taking a break, um, and, and looking at Facebook or Instagram or something like that. But I'm just talking about like really stepping away, you know, taking a quick cat nap, uh, listening to some relaxing music, uh, deep breathing exercises. Um, you know, again, jotting something down in your journal, um, What is it that you do to make time for yourself during the day? Um, Because remember, you know, like I said, I want to move away from the self-care, you know, what we're used to, the spas and the massages and the girls night out and different things like that as a form of self-care, like weekend thing, but as opposed to, you know, self-care being an everyday thing. Like, what do you do every day for self-care? It uh, doesn't have to be a lot over the top, but you do need to take some time during the day for yourself. So I want you to think about that. And how do you make time? If you don't, how are you going to start? What is it that you're going to do? Start with one thing, right? Um, adding one thing, uh, and it could be something different every day. It doesn't have to be the same thing every day, but you want to do something for yourself 
to make time for yourself, whether it's working out in the morning, uh, you know, um, not getting, you know, having your own routine in the morning where you're just spending time with yourself for about an hour before you get your day started or whatever. But I want you really want you to think about that. And um, just like you schedule your appointment, you schedule the dentist, you schedule your doctor's appointments, you schedule time for the kids, then maybe you need to think about scheduling some time for yourself, right? Uh, put it down, block it off in your calendar, right? This is me time or whatever. Um, so you can make yourself a priority, right? And the second thing is prioritizing your sleep. So do you get enough sleep, right? This is one of the four pil uh, pillars of wellness. Uh, do you get enough sleep? It's essential, right? We hear a lot about sleep uh, for overall health and well-being and, you know, aiming for seven to nine hours. You know, some people, you may think, like, that's not realistic because I have so much to do. Well, what's so important that it can't wait till the next day, right? I mean, I get it. Like, sometimes you have projects that you just have to do and you have to take care of it. But is that is that more of a time management thing? Or is it, uh, you know, you, you just don't have time? Um, you know, have or, or make time to prioritize your sleep. So I want you to think about that. Uh, establishing a regular bedtime routine to help you wind down at the end of the day. It's important to do that. So whether it's taking a bath, whether it's taking a shower, turning off your phone, turning off the news. Um, I used to watch the news at night. Um, you know, they repeat the same thing over about three or four times during the day anyway. So I, I just didn't want to go. Uh, I stopped doing that like years ago because I um, I didn't want to go to bed with bad news on my mind. <laughs> um, and again, I mean, it's like, what can you do about it? Right. Um, so what do you do to help you relax or sleep? Right. Do you use lavender? Do you drink tea? Uh, do you listen to some common music? Um, some people journal. What is it that you do? What is your nightly bedtime routine um, to help you relax and wind down uh, at the end of the day? Um, and here's the thing, too. I'm going to touch on it about uh, stress and sleep and, and midlife and having uh, disrupted sleep. There is uh, two hormones that really are or actually three that affect your sleep, cortisol, uh, serotonin, and melatonin, right? Being that's your sleep hormone. But remember, if you are under constant stress all the time, it's going to disrupt your sleep, right? Because that cortisol uh, affects your sleep. And then serotonin, right? If you have low serotonin. Uh, levels, which is the precursor to melatonin, it's going to affect your sleep as well. So there are th some things that you could do to help your body to help you get a good night's sleep. One, again, you know, doing the routine, but then there are things that you could do in terms of your, uh, you know, foods that you could eat that have tryptophan in it that could help you uh, go to sleep. Chamomile tea, lavender, different things like that can help you uh, get a good night's sleep. And uh, the third thing is practicing stress management or what I like to call stress care, right? Uh, stress can take a toll on your mind and your body, your emotional health. And again, this is a topic that I can't talk so much about uh, 
because it's just a part of everyday life, right? But it's important to develop strategies to help you manage your stress. And this might include, right, the buzzwords that you hear all the time, mindfulness, meditation. But what does that really mean, right? It's finding your thing that helps you to decompress or de-stress. That's what you want to look for, right? If meditation is not your thing, then, you know, you don't meditate. Uh, or you don't have to meditate, uh, because that, that requires a different type of skill level, um, practice, you know, um, to, uh, for meditation, right? Just kind of stealing away some time, which can, you know, again, it's a form of self care, but deep breathing exercises, right? To get your, your, uh, central nervous system, uh, a part of your central nervous system rather to calm down, right? Or to engage in a hobby or activity that just brings you joy, right? Something that you can get lost in doing. Like, what is your thing? Is it crocheting? Is it painting? Is it knitting? Is it drawing? Is it, you know, whatever it is, like find your thing that will help you decompress. Some people it's just, you know, reading. Um, some people it could just be, you know, watching movies or is it your favorite movie that you watch over and over again that just helps you to decompress and de-stress. Uh, whatever it is that, you know, uh, helps you to feel rejuvenated after you do it, right? That's the thing that you want to do. But you want to do it on a continuous basis, not when it just gets out of control, right? And you can't sleep. And like, these are things that you want to keep in rotation constantly, right? This is part of making time for yourself, part of your self-care routine. And then when it becomes a habit, it just, it, it no longer, you know, feels like a chore, like, Oh, you know, I have to practice this. I have to practice this. It's just a part of what you do every day, you know. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. And uh, number four is moving your body, right? We all hear about the benefits of physical activity and it's essential for maintaining, right, good physical health and well-being. You can't hear it enough, but a lot of people just don't do it, right? Walking is huge, right? Walking is a big uh, thing. It's one of the best exercises. Doesn't require a whole lot. Um, no equipment, no gym membership. Um, just get out and walk, walk the neighborhood, walk at night, especially after, uh, dinner, right? Uh, a good dinner where you're sitting down with your family talking, <laughs> uh, you know, about the day's events, how we used to do right back in the day. Um, and getting up and walking after you eat right? Or exercising uh, or moving your body in the morning. But here's the key with moving your body. You have to find something that you enjoy because if you enjoy it, you're more likely to stick to it. So again, I want you to think about these things and kind of, uh, you know, you hear a lot of things in the industry about, you know, again, yoga, meditation, HIIT workouts, Tabata, you know, these are things that are really popular. So these are things that you think that you may have to do. But they may not go with what, you know, your whole, your whole, uh, you know, get up. If that's not what you're into, um, you know, especially if you're not in shape, by all means, don't do a Tabata workout or a HIIT workout, right? That's not where you are. But if you are there, right, if you are physically fit and you're able to do that and that helps to relax you, um, because some people, you know, especially type A personalities, you know, they like competition. They like that, that type of a workout. But then there are some people that are just okay with breaking a nice sweat and, you know, just, you know, feeling accomplished. And if that's your thing, then you can do that. But, uh, I really encourage you to find something that you enjoy. That is the key to this whole 
exercise, moving your body thing, right? It doesn't have to be yoga if you're you're not into that. It's not. It doesn't have to be Pilates if you're not into that. Is it good? Yes. Do they do different things? Absolutely. But in order to stick to it, you have to do something that you enjoy. All right. And then the last one that we're going to talk about uh, today is uh, in this series or first part of the series is nourishing your body. Right. Eating a healthy and balanced diet is essential. Right. You know, this. we've heard it over and over again. Drink water, eat a healthy and balanced diet and focus on right whole foods, nutrient-dense foods, and aim for, right, fruits and vegetables, lean proteins, and healthy fats in your diet, right? You could heard it so much, you could probably say it in your sleep over and over again, right? But do you do it? Probably not. Most people don't. That's why you have all these things, right, these posts. I don't know how to lose weight. I can't get rid of the weight. I've been doing this. Um... I've been following a diet and it's not working, right? So here is the key to this, nourishing your body as it relates to eating healthy and a balanced diet. Okay, I'm going to drop a little tidbit for you, a little tip, she's fit tip, right? When it comes to eating healthy and a balanced diet, we're not talking about, I'm not talking about balancing your plate in terms of 50% vegetables or 20% protein, right? What we call macro balancing. That is not how you nourish your body. Now I'm going against the grain here saying this, but I just want you to hear me out, right? Eating a healthy and balanced diet has to be as it relates to you and your specific needs. Not following a diet plan, right? Um, if you're having some type of hormone imbalance, right? If you have some type of nutritional deficiency, that is how you balance it out by fulfilling that deficiency. Let me give you an example. Uh, I came across a post the other day where, uh, someone was talking about, you know, her, you know, she has insomnia, night sweats, um, can't sleep at night, um, and some other things that, you know, uh, she had uh, joint problems or something like that, right? So how do you eat to address these things, right? So as a health and fitness coach, right, and uh, helping target the root cause, because that's what I do, right? I I don't like to deal with symptoms, Right. Just say, here, eat a balanced diet and it all go away. Because if it did, if it worked like that, right, that's what that's what you hear from the industry as a whole. Um, Why are you still having these problems? Because your nutrition, keep in mind, nourish your body. Your nutrition should be able to do one or five things anytime you sit down to eat. Protect your body, balance your blood sugar. Right. Um, Control inflammation. This is what food is for right? This is how you should be eating. So in this case where this, uh, this lady is experiencing like night sweats and insomnia, you know, my first questions is, uh, what are the things that contribute to insomnia and night sweats? Well, low estrogen does 
and high cortisol, low serotonin, right? Which affects your sleep because it affects melatonin. So what are they, what are some things that you could do to help your, to help support the body, uh, with nutrition? One, what organ, uh, is responsible for all that? Your adrenal glands. So how can you eat to support your adrenal glands, right? Vitamin C. I'm talking about taking supplements. There are foods that you could, um, help, uh, your adrenal glands, right? This is what I'm talking about when it comes to balance, right? And nutrition, nourishing your body. Keep that in mind, right? Eating to support your body during stressful time, uh, for your kidneys, right? All these things that are involved in that, um, foods that are rich in tryptophan will help you sleep better as well. Doing activities to help support, uh, Sleep again, that sleep routine, right? You see how this works, right? Nourishing your body, um, with food, healthy fats, what type of fats, right? It's not just, you know, avocado oil, things that we hear all the time, like, Oh, just drink avocado, uh, eat avocado, avocado oil or olive oil. But like there's different types of oil, right? There's flaxseed oil, right? Because there is a difference in how it affects your body, right? Um, Many women want to take fat of fat out of their diet because they want to lose weight. Like I get it. Weight is an issue, but you really have to be smart about this, right? Because your body needs certain things in order to function. And when you limit the amount of resources that your body has to use, you limit the amount of resources your body has to use. So when you start cutting things out like fat, right? Um, because of things that you've heard, again, I've always said you, we've done a pretty good job of, uh, uh, confusing you <laughs> on what to do. So I'm trying to, you know, unravel this confusion here as it relates to eating healthy and your diet, right? Eating nutrient dense foods. What foods can you eat to help support your body during midlife to help your hormone balance? So that's a key takeaway, um, that I want you to take away from, uh, today's episode, right? Not that they're all, um, all are not important. They all are very important because they all do work together, right? Uh, nourishing your body for stress, nourishing your body for exercise or movement, uh, prioritizing your sleep foods that are going to help you sleep better, that help you feel energized when you wake up, right? These are things I want you to think about. Um, if you're low in vitamin B, right? How can you eat foods that are rich in vitamin B? Because a vitamin B is good for your liver and helps to support energy levels and different things like that. But that doesn't mean just go out and buy a, a vitamin B supplement and start taking that. Of course, supplements are meant to supplement your diet, not replace poor eating habits. Okay. I'll say that again. Supplements are meant to supplement a healthy diet, not to replace poor eating choices or poor nutrition habits. All right. So by prioritizing, um, you know, your self care and focusing on these strategies, you could actually help. It actually helps to navigate through midlife, right. Um, in a way that helps you feel, you know, more balanced because the healthier you feel, the more balanced you feel, right. You're not stressed out. You're making, you know, eating candy and different things like that, you know, just what we, what we say is, you know, you're not operating on fumes, right? Um, just trying to make it throughout, throughout the day, right? When you have, uh, a nourished mind and nourished, uh, body, you can actually make 
uh, better decisions and uh, different things like that. True fact. All right. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Renew You, the evolution of her podcast. And I hope you found uh, some value in the discussion today um, on self-care, right? Self-care as it becomes essential aspect of your wellness journey, not just doing it on the weekends or with the girls every once in a while, which is good too, but taking time throughout the day, every day to at least spend, you know, an hour, five, 15 minutes, 20 minutes on your self-care um, to help uh, rejuvenate your mind and body. Um, and it's, it, it really helps to uh, overcome and combat those stressful situations. And it's just better for your overall health, right? So taking, you know, small changes, right? Talking, uh, you know, to a friend, but not the ones that, that stress you out. What? The ones that make you laugh. <laughs> Because laughter is good for you, right? Uh, walking, uh, practicing uh, those things that bring you joy, hobbies, you know, whatever it is, uh, decompressing, um, whatever uh, your thing is to help you decompress um, can go a long way, right? It really can in breaking habits uh, and help introducing a good habit of self-care. So uh, with that being said, if you are ready to take your health and wellness journey to the next level, um, DM me and ask me about the Renew You Transformation Program. It is actually, I condensed it down to, I do have a six-week and I have a 12-week, but I have a, a six-week uh, program I just came out with, a personalized immersion program that targets uh, uh, nutrition, uh, just the things that I just talked about, right? Nourishing your body with a nutrition uh, plan, personalized plan based on your blood chemistry, stress care, uh, sleep and exercise, uh, or movement strategies to help you overcome, uh, you know, these things in your life that, uh, are, uh, helping you or not helping you feel fulfilled, energized and at your best, right? So you can work on transforming your life from the inside out. So I look forward to continuing this conversation over the next uh, two episodes in empowering you on your wellness journey. So if you have any questions or want to learn more about the Renew You Transformation Immersion Program, a uh, six-week program I just came out with, feel free to send me a direct message. You can send me a message on Facebook. Um, also, you can join my private, private Facebook group, Fit and Fearless Females, Tips for Healthy uh, eating, stress, care, and weight loss for more tips, uh, support, and inspiration. You can find that on Facebook as well. If you go to my private, uh, my, excuse me, my Facebook profile, uh, there's actually a link there that you could, uh, join. So, um, as I close this episode today, I'm going to leave you with another question, right? Another thought provoking question, uh, for you to think about, right? What self care activities uh, can you or do you want to incorporate into your daily routine to prioritize your mental health and well-being? And this is um, goes beyond the affirmations, right? Uh, those are great too, but I want you to just dig a little bit deeper, right? Uh, into the self-care activities uh, that you could do and to incorporate into your daily routine to prioritize your mental and physical health. All right. So with that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of the evolution of her navigating midlife with balance and wellness. And I will chat with you soon. Have a good one. 